Hey guys, welcome back to UNMC Diaries, the podcast for UNMC students by UNMC students. Which is brought to you by i2reality. i2reality is a platform to help your ideas grow from a simple concept to real life implementation. Hey guys, welcome back to UNMC Diaries. I'm Ken. And I'm Shamra. And today we have a special guest. Hi guys, my name is Sasha Amira and I'm a final year student studying International Communication Studies. Um, and yeah, hi! Aren't you anything else, Sasha? Oh, aren't I anything else? I uh, think you're something else! <laughs> um, I'm also the student council chairperson and I'm also a content creator. So, Sasha, we kind of, we had this question when we first heard you were going to come on our podcast, like, do you consider yourself an influencer first? Or do you consider, like, would you define yourself as the student council chairperson first? Oh yeah. Um, I don't think of that as I think I mix both of them together. Oh. You know, I I don't feel there's a need to separate those two. So I see myself as just Sasha Amira, who does, who is also a chairperson and also does content on mm. social media. Yeah. So Sasha, um, what's the first thing that came to your mind when we approached you to be on the podcast? Yeah. <laughs> Honest answer. Yeah. Yeah, of course. Why? Yeah, that was kind of like, because we didn't know you were coming and we were yeah. like, why to the other guys? Because uh, I think, um, on, honestly, like, you were one of the first guests we had in the lineup, even though mm. we published episodes with other guests before. And prior to this, it was just me and Ken and yeah. like, you know, just like us taking on a topic and talking about it. Uh, and then like, they were like, hey, guys, we have Sasha and Mira coming in for an interview. And we we're like, oh. Okay, <laughs> and it was like it was really, uh, it was really like difficult at first because we had to like switch up our mm-hmm. dynamic and stuff. But mm-hmm. see, it's very nice to have you here. So, Sasha, um, <clears throat> what got you into like the influencer lifestyle, the content creating lifestyle? I think it was um, my passion for creating content. Like I've always been interested in uh, video editing, taking oh. videos. So like it was almost natural when I went abroad, uh, mm. when I went for exchange. Yeah. I was just like, you know what? I think I'd like to put up a weekly vlog. So yeah, I just started and it became a thing. I started doing skits and yeah, YouTube just became second nature to me. Um. Yeah. Before you make vlogs, right? Uh, I went through your YouTube channel, right? So and you did start with dance covers, right? Yes, I did. <laughs> <laughs> what's the what's the expression? <laughs> yes, um, I'm also a dancer. So basically, I've been uh, a dancer all basically all my all my life. I started dancing since I was four, and I started doing um, shows for Astro and just public shows since I was six years old. Ooh. So and then naturally, I got into K-pop when I was about twelve, and I thought, okay, you know. I enjoy learning their cover, uh, their dances. So why not just post covers on YouTube? So that's just how it began. But it's that's that. not all, right? Uh, besides from K-pop, you also know Korean, right? Yeah, I was gonna yes. ask you like, is your love was your love for K-pop what influenced you to take Korean as a language in your course? Yes, definitely. Okay, so how it started? Um, because I loved K-pop so much, I had this whole idea of okay, I'm gonna go to a fan meeting, meet a Korean star and be all Korean, you know, talk, speak all Korean and like fall, he'll fall in love with me. <laughs> so that was the idea, that was the idea. And so naturally I picked up uh, Korean by myself actually. I, I learned YouTube by myself. 
So when I came to university, I saw that it was actually an, a language, and I didn't know a lot of grammar back oh. then. Like I, you know, in Korean there are jondemar and banmar, so it it means informal language and informal. formal language. So I didn't know to like how to distinguish those two. So oh. I thought might as well just t- pick it up. And yeah, oh. now I'm in my third year learning the language. So uh, <coughs> are you still actively practicing Korean? Can you do you still know how to speak Korean yeah. if you didn't practice or something? They have suicide. I have no idea. What <laughs> I, I can, I can. Oh, yeah. okay, okay. That's good. So, Sasha, do you see yourself being a full-time content creator after you graduate? Or do you see yourself like venturing more into like politics with your background in SC? Or like what, what, what do you see yourself in like say five, ten years from now? Okay, I actually had this question um, from a supervisor just yesterday, oh. and I told her that I would like to go uh, into a nine-to-five job. I see myself uh, in marketing or PR, oh. um, and I would love to leave like creating content, dancing as a Hobby. passion. Yeah, because mm-hmm. there's this thing that I know if I do dancing full time, if I do entertainment full time, I probably lose the passion I have for it. Mm-hmm. So I'd rather just uh, do, let's say, do a nine to five job. And if I have like gigs at night, I would be like open to doing dance. Like, yeah. Are you still actively uh, trying to make more videos or depends on the workload you have right now? Yeah, it, it really depends on the workload. So um, <laughs> I released a short film about a month ago, I, I think. And I tried, you know, I tried telling myself, let's upload two at least a month. Mm-hmm. But I don't see that as feasible yeah. right now because I'm, you know, held back by a dissertation and whatnot. So I thought, okay. We have to do a blog for my uh, course. We have to oh, do yeah. a blog. We have to write a blog. And my lecturer said, "Okay, you can be, you can do short films as well." So I thought, best of both best of both worlds. I'm just gonna mix them, and I'm gonna be like shortly going back into short films, often, mm. like regularly. Oh. Speaking about short films, I actually watched the. It's not you, it's me, right? Mm. Was that the title of the, yes. the short film? So tell us more about it. Like, was this something you experienced yourself, or how do you get the idea of it? Okay, it's something. Okay, why I like producing content as well as dancing because it allows me to express my emotions in a way where I'm not comfortable doing so in like a conversation like this. Oh. You know, so uh, when I'm feeling you know all hyped up and sexy, I, I express that through my dance and so and this short film I was feeling a lot of emotions uh, the past six months you know I, it was a time where I was just rediscovering myself and it's it's always been a thought like I always depended on someone else to give me the validation I needed to feel for myself so I thought you know what and I was um, recovering I was trying to help myself and I thought this would be the perfect opportunity to just put it out there so hence the short film you do all the editing yourself? Yeah, I directed, edited, um, yeah, I did. I, I wrote it, yeah. That's amazing. So, Sasha, um, now I think we're gonna like move on to your, I would say this is one, like, uh, when I ask around, like when you ask people like, who's Sasha Mira, like I would say the newer people, like the kind of like first years, they all sort of know you as Sasha Mira, the student council chairperson. Mm-hmm. So we kind of have a few questions about that, mm-hmm. and how would you say like you becoming the how would you say like you getting this position has changed your relationship with people around you or even with yourself? 
Okay, so um, I think it started when I first uh, joined in as a home officer um, in 2016-17. So workload became like insane. double and it became insane. And I saw myself spending lesser time with my friends. So that affected my social life. Oh. Yeah, that affected my social life. But now, um, after coming back from the UK, I told myself, okay, you know what? You're just going to be an ordinary student. Let's not do anything. And then... Um, I ran for student council chairperson. And now that I'm here, it really does not affect me as much as first year because first year I didn't know how to handle my time at all. But now I I can allocate time for friends and business and yeah. Would you say that your background as a content creator helped you learn this skill? Uh, skill? What do you as mean in like skill? time management? Uh, no, that's purely university it's what university does to you okay yeah. yeah so since the elections the essay elections are going on right now right so each year the number of voters drops mm-hmm. right yeah so um what are you how do you plan on turning those numbers okay so let me just explain what the council is so okay. uh, there's a bit background so there are three positions in the steering committee so it's the chairperson the vice chairperson as well as the secretary so the person in charge of the elections are uh, is the vice chair and the vice chair is in charge of um, voting turnout, how the elections are run, the candidates and whatnot. So she has been doing a great job in marketing. She has uh, introduced that board of manifesto. She's yeah. been um, giving the gifts, the random, they picking out from the audience. Oh yeah, that, the not a shop thing. Yeah, yeah, that one. And so the thing is, um, we hope to see a rise in the voters, but yeah. But is, isn't it a collective effort from the whole SC to improve the the, the voting the experience yeah. yeah okay so what happens is that the vice chair has an elections committee mm-hmm. uh, made up of 10 people so yeah. what the vice chair is that we would have meetings um, every semester vice chair chairperson and secretary so she lets us know of what she has in mind and then we would let her know what we think of it and if it's uh, all good to go then she'll proceed so it I won't say like no you can't do this unless she's stepping the line um, yeah. Um, what a chairperson does is that it, sh- this position, um, runs the meetings. Oh, okay. So the meetings. What happens in the meeting is that um, we have a constitution, right? Uh, note there will be a constitution for freshies up on the website next week, so you guys can finally know what is in the um, constitution because it's a bit too long for students to read. So it'll be um, a Ten short. Minutes. Yeah, it'll be a short twenty-page thing. So um, anyways. <laughs> What we do in the meetings is that when people want to give motions uh, and for it to proceed to be led, uh, to be given to the councillors, and then when it is passed, we put it into the constitution, and my job is to let the management board know. Oh. Yeah. So I work mainly with um, the ac- academic services director, which is Patrick Joseph. Okay. Yeah, uh, and then we, I get back um, his feedback and let it go, uh, let it back to the students. So you're kind of like the middleman. Yes. So, Sasha, um, I'm sure you've heard, but currently there is this, like, I would say this complaint going around that there's no transparency, or rather that the student council is going against its oath of transparency. Mm -hmm. And as we all know, there are two sides to each story. So, 
uh, what would you say about this? Because like, like lately cases. people have been saying that, uh, especially during, um, if I'm not mistaken, the president issue last semester. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then like a lot of people say like, you guys aren't transparent enough, you guys aren't like telling us the changes you made, and like we don't, we're not in the know, so like... Uh, why should we like even vote for people like if we have no information like why should we even care okay so um what the steering committee does is that we abide by the constitution right yeah. so uh, in the constitution it states to be fair to all student parties and uh, in this case it was uh, we chose to not uh, disclose that that happened to that person because that person chose to resign before the meeting uh, was to be known yeah. to the public. Oh, okay. So um, the academic service director um, and myself decided that it was only fair that we disclose the resignation, what oh. was stated in the resignation. But however, uh, the SA executives thought that they wanted to reveal it, so hence the whole oh. situation happened. Yeah. But um, what happened is that I've gotten a lot of uh, rev- like mixed reactions. Half uh, said that that was the right thing to do to protect that student because that student is still a student here. Yeah. And half said, no, you should have disclosed it instead. So what I did, I brought it up to the council um, and I, I put through a motion and I said that if an individual decides to resign when a motion of, uh, of no confidence has been put through, they w- it would still be known to the student body in the official email by the council. And it was passed, so in the future, let's say, if this happens again, uh, they will know it. Okay, the relationship between um, SC and the students, right? So, yeah. I'm not sure about you, but student council or SA, regardless, normally get a lot of hate for no particular reasons, right? Yeah, I mean, like, other than the fact that their names are out there, like, mm. they just get hate. So, what are your thoughts on that? Do you get, like, did you hate? get unnecessary no. hate? Yes, of course. I, I've gotten them even when I was a foundation student and then when I ran for elections, um, same case happening when I'm here as well. But the thing is, um, when I do things, as, like just as individuals, as executives or you know, in, as the steering committee, we, when we do things, we don't necessarily want, and I'm speaking for myself, I'm not speaking for the others, but I personally don't like telling everyone every step I do. Like. Um, if I secure a meeting with a management board member and have plans, I don't necessarily have to put it out on social media, okay guys, I just had a meeting. That's what I don't like doing. And students tend to just take it as they're not doing anything. So for me, it's, you know, it's, there's pros and cons being, uh, you know, in the eye of the public, but I don't pay attention to them because I know, the thing is I do not take advantage of the position I'm voted in. So I actually do work, and that's something that a lot of people, a lot of students tend to not see what the executives and the steering committee is doing, because they tend to only see what they want to see. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what I think about it, but like, everyone is free to express their own uh, opinion, so yeah, it's just whether they're respectful about it or not. Yeah. Because, you know, at the end of the day, I always say this, we are students at the end of the day, and we're students first, so it may hurt certain members, um, it may not, so... So, Sasha, do you have any, like, advice to people listening who want to, like, say, run for SC or anything? Do you, like... Would you recommend? Would you recommend? <laughs> would you be like, yeah, guys, do it. It's great. Or would you be like, no? Okay. Um, if you really want to run uh, for the position because you're passionate about it, then I say, yes, run. You know, it's it's not wrong to try. Even if you lose, you know, you tried. 
Um, but if you're just running uh, to add a pretty uh, something else to your CV or for the money, then I say don't because you will realize that the workload and the, what you signed up for is a bit much. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, if you're interested to run, then go go ahead approach the person, uh, at, like the the executive or the steering committee before that, and then get some advice and then go for it. And one more question. Um, it's again like giving advice, but say somebody like wants to like be a content creator, wants to be an influencer. Like, mm. what do you say to them? Like, what would be like the first bit of advice you'd give to them? Don't be afraid. Don't like a lot of people tend to be scared to take that step forward because of what other people may think. Oh. But you know, even if you make mistakes, that it's a learning process. I always think that every day and you know the decisions you make, it's it's a learning process and it does not you won't hurt like it, as long as you don't hurt anyone, then just go for it, you know? Yeah, speaking about the content creations, right? So um, since you you said you started vlogging when mm-hmm. you went to exchange, right? Mm-hmm. So do you st- um, feel nervous like putting yourself out there to the world you know show like logging basically in public yeah, yeah. Like, it's like putting yourself out there for everyone to see so how do you feel about that okay so the thing is I've always been doing things that require the public seeing me ever since I was young but even till right now like doing this podcast with you guys I'm still nervous because this is going out to the public you know but like I said you never know until you try so just go for it don't think what other people think of you unless you're doing something really morally wrong you know but yeah just just go for it just go for it just do it just do it (laughs) yeah yeah yeah, i think there's there's one question i think i'm really curious about Mm. so um one of our episodes we did discuss about the issue where the precedent issue right Mm -hmm. yeah yeah so what was your thoughts on that do you I think like, it was our first episode. Yeah, yeah. It was yeah. Your first episode. So did you listen to it or did you like uh, try to oh this is a bad bad this thing. This is a shit podcast. Yeah. Never listen to it. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. Okay. So um initially I didn't know that you guys um started this unit UMC Diaries so. and uh, a lot of <laughs> 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 and a lot of people sent this link to me actually mm. and they said listen to it they said some nasty things so i started my morning with that so i mm. listened to you guys and i was like oh okay Did so they, they, they're saying some nasty things about no no i mean you got a lot of information mm. wrong so like i said oh. uh yeah like um clarification we do not get paid more uh, than the essay executives <laughs> yeah <laughs> so yeah i mean um what i thought about is that before uh, before going, you know, live, you should have okay. researched mm. more and gotten your yeah, gotten your fra- facts straight. But I love that you guys have this because it's a platform for students to just say what they want to say. Mm. You know, because a lot of students feel like they need to express but don't know where they can do it and this is the perfect platform to do so. So if you guys want to rage, just send us a message, we will rage for you. But mostly Sharma will rage for you. Yeah, it's <laughs> raging. Yeah. So since we are here already, right? So mm. do you mind telling us like what do you find wrong in the episode? Uh, truthfully, uh, <laughs> <truth laughs> <for the> money. <laughs> truthfully, I think that's the only wrong thing you said. Mm. Like everything else was both of your opinions. So yeah. I, yeah. So it was. We did express that it was our opinion. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I think the only thing that I picked up from that was the money money right. issue. Uh, other than that, yeah, you guys didn't say anything wrong. Yeah. 
episode which is a follow up to our horrors on campus where mm. we talk about your real life encounters all the stories that you submitted will be read out by us by me and Sharma mm. and hopefully there are more more stories that we can dig out to that you guys know yeah and hopefully that. none of you guys are traumatized forever thank yeah. you bye bye bye